Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. If you're a longtime listener of this show, you probably have already heard us talk about how we're focused on creating that positive footprint, which doesn't always seem to be intuitive because you're always trying to shrink a footprint, especially with carbon. But one of the things I realized while I was in college was if you're constantly looking to reduce, you're always going to be at a positive number. Let me explain. You can never cut your way to prosperity in a sense. Yes, we can waste reduce. We can do all these different things. But if you're trying to reduce, your goal is to get to zero. And in the book Upcycle, which I read several times to this point, they talk about making a product better so that it doesn't become a waste. It becomes a nutrient. And that's where I got this idea of a positive footprint that maybe we can do some things that make us better than zero. Does that mean I'm at net zero? No, it just means I've influenced so much positive change that I kind of get credit for it. So instead of striding to reach zero, because I'll tell you another problem with striding to reach zero is it generally makes your life more uncomfortable. Now, a lot of sustainability fans and, and advocates out there don't mind that little bit of extra stress or strain, but the general public does. And if we try to get the general public to go net zero, and it is not easy, and it is painful, almost none of them will do it. So we have to find a way to create this good, to get this reduction, to help us become more sustainable without causing that pain. And that's what growing your positive footprint does. And that's why we focus on it so much. That positive footprint is like a pyramid scheme of good deeds. Every time someone sees you take your reusable bags to the grocery store and then they decide they can too, if they keep doing that for the rest of their lives, you were the influence. You're the reason why hundreds, if not thousands of plastic bags in their lifetime, they don't get used. So you should kind of get a little credit for that. Now, I don't mean argue with someone until they've been there, you bend their will. I don't mean beat them up or shame them. I mean, just continue to do good things and inspire others to do good things. That's the important factor. We don't want animosity. We want them to see how it's working for you and how it doesn't disrupt your life. That's where a positive footprint really starts to grow. Because once they get used to it and they find it easy, someone just someone might actually learn it from them. That is my goal with the Edible Landscape Project. I'm sure some of you are starting to see the videos I'm posting online, all the extra podcast portions, everything I'm doing with Edible Landscape is an attempt to get more people to do these good deeds in more places because I can only reduce so much. Like I said, I'm in a studio. There's foam walls. I'm using a laptop. The lights are on. There is just... A, a certain point for a family of five where you might reduce here and there, but you're never going to be net zero. What I can do is be the voice of reason. What I can do is have these people who are constantly listening to the show, by the way, thank you very much, or sharing it with others, or the people who are on the Facebook page or the Facebook group, or following our TikToks and Twitters and all those things. I can help them create projects that help everybody around them. If I can do that, if I can find a way, imagine this. Let's say my carbon footprint is pretty high because I still think it is. With a family of five, it's very challenging to get it too low. But if I could get one group in every state, let's say one group in five states to create kindness projects like what we've done here in Duran, 
I think that makes up for it. I think that not only gets five groups of people doing wonderful things, but it becomes five groups of people who are a wonderful example. And just maybe someone else will take it from there. That is why I preach this positive footprint. That is why I find it so important to send out the videos, even though I am not a video guy. I am not an entertainer. I didn't even want to do the podcast at first because I didn't think anybody's going to like to hear me talk, but we're doing it. And if I'm going to do it, I need to do it right. And that's why it's so important to me. So what are those things you can do? You can just do them by example. You don't have to be like me and outwardly chase chance of others of doing it. You can simply just let people see your actions. You've stopped using Tupperware and you're only using jars. When someone asks the question, just explain it. Tell them how it works out really well for you. And maybe, just maybe, over time, they'll collect some jars and they'll make that change. Or why you use bags, plastic grocery bags, more often. Not just once, not just twice, but maybe even three times. Do that. You tell me, what's that thing you can do? I'm excited to see it. I hope you do. And for me, I'm being greedy. It's part of my pyramid scheme. You do something cool, tell me all about it. Because I want to know you did it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this short. If you did, please share it with a friend or on social media. If you enjoy realistic sustainability and you want to help us, well, click the follow, click a like, leave a comment. I like the five-star reviews myself, but any of that activity really does help us. Last, if you think realistic sustainability brings a lot of value to your life and you want to help us out financially, and for those of you who already do, thank you so much. You can go to greetingyourlife.org forward slash podcast, where you can even you can leave a donation or you can sign up for a small monthly, 99 cents, 49, whatever fits your budget. Either way, we greatly appreciate it. You can also do that at the anchor.fm site just by searching realistic sustainability. And the last thing, if you're in the Facebook and you see the videos, you can also do what's called adding stars. That helps us out too. So anything that you can do like that, we do greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much again for all of your support and just simply listening. Remember, we only get together each week to get a little bit better. Little bit, little bit, big bit. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Mike, co-host of Realistic Sustainability, the podcast, which you probably already know, but I'm also the author of A Beginner's Guide to Greening Your Life. That was the book that led to our Facebook page, our Facebook group, and, well, even this show. It offers tips on promoting your positive footprint while decreasing your carbon footprint. So, if you want to read what started all of this, get A Beginner's Guide to Greening Your Life, available on Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or just visit greeningyourlife.org for more information. Thank you for joining the sustainable movement and promoting a greener future.